when a bad group launch is worse than no group launch. Hey, welcome to the Healthy Groups Podcast. I'm your host, Alan White, and this is our weekly podcast to small group point persons to give you effective strategies, notable trends, and practical insights from my over 30 years, I guess that means I'm old, of a small group ministry experience, as well as the latest learnings from churches across North America. I'm going to do my best to help you take the guesswork out of groups. So for more information, go to alanwhite.org forward slash podcast. You know, an ill-timed launch is nearly as bad as no group launch at all. You probably launch groups along with everyone else in the fall or in the new year. And those are great windows to launch small groups. Don't get me wrong. But in most churches, the senior pastor wants to do a big kickoff in the fall. He wants to do a big kickoff in the new year. You know, you'll come back in the new year. The pastor will do the state of the church address, right? Uh, That's not original. It's not new. And uh, then from there, you know, kick off into a series. Um, If the series is aligned with the small group curriculum, then when do you recruit group leaders and when do you form groups and you know when before everybody gets back that doesn't even uh, make any sense so let's say that at your place everybody you know is back in church by mid-august and this is going to vary from church to church by you know a few weeks either way so if your pastor is planning a big kickoff Sunday in mid-August, and you're going to align that with a small group curriculum, that means you have to start recruiting leaders and attempting to form groups in July and in early August when most of your church is still on vacation. The same goes for the new year. In fact, there was a church one year that they wanted to launch an aligned series on the first Sunday in January. And that particular year, the first Sunday in January was January 1st. That wasn't going to work. It wasn't going to work at all. Um, if you haven't figured this out, there's not a whole lot that happens in December except for Christmas. So attempting to recruit leaders in the middle of December or in the middle of summer is, is completely futile. Okay, okay, I know you, one time you recruited one leader in the middle of the summer and congratulations, but honestly, that's that doesn't happen. You have to recruit leaders and form groups when your people are actually back. So what does this mean? If your people are back in church physically and mentally in mid-August, then start recruiting group leaders in mid-August. You start recruiting group leaders in mid-August. You don't start the sermon series in mid-August. So what happens to your pastor's big kickoff? Well, your pastor can go ahead and have a big sermon series kickoff in mid-August, but you align groups with the next sermon series that the pastor does after the kickoff series, provided your pastor's sermon series is not 20 weeks long, right? So you recruit group leaders in mid to late August, you form groups in early September, and then you launch groups with a sermon line study in mid September. So here's the great result. I have a church that made this adjustment. They're in Florida. They actually launch in mid August. They were part of my small group ministry coaching group last year. And just by making this one adjustment, They went from having 30% of their adults in groups to having 42% of their adults in groups. Why? Because instead of getting everybody to sign up for groups, handpicking leaders, right? Launching everything in mid-August, right when everybody's back. Instead of doing that, they used that window 
from mid-August till Labor Day-ish to recruit leaders. Then they formed groups and then they launched an aligned series with the next sermon series. So the kickoff wasn't for a series. The kickoff was to recruit leaders and to form groups. And they went from 30% of their adults to 42% of their adults in groups. Our church in California, nobody was really back until after Labor Day. So granted the temptation is, well, let's kick off a series right after Labor Day when everybody's back, except if we were going to align it, when do we recruit people in August when they're not back? Well, that's a little hard to do to recruit people when they're not there, right? So we would recruit leaders for three weeks following Labor Day. We would have a connection event somewhere late September, early October. And then we would start our six-week aligned series the second Sunday in October. And then as long as it wrapped up by Thanksgiving, we were okay. The new year is kind of the same way. Don't start on Jan- Sunday, January 1st. Use January to recruit leaders, to form groups. Then between the Christian holidays of Super Bowl Sunday and uh, Easter, run your series and you'll get a much better result. But what about semester long studies? You know, they, and they're always kind of competing anyway, whether it's, you know, a Financial Peace University or Rooted that's 10 weeks or a Beth Moore study, which is like a thousand weeks or something like that here's what you can do. And it avoids the competition. You can allow those studies, those series to sign up first. So they can sign up to be in those semester long groups and then recruit your leaders, connect people into groups. And if you're doing rooted, you want them to do rooted first anyway. Right? So here's the good news. A group is a group is a group. So whether they're, you know, addicted to Beth Moore or financial peace or doing rooted or doing a series group or whatever, if you're the group's person, it's all yours. So they can do a variety of things and it all works out perfectly fine. So think about this. Recruiting leaders takes a lot of time and effort, but adjusting your alignment schedule, you put the same amount of effort and you get a far better result simply by changing the timing. As long as your fall series ends by Thanksgiving and your New Year's series ends by Easter, you're in really good shape. So what does your fall calendar look like this year? How could you make this adjustment to maximize your recruiting? Now, if you need a little bit of help with this issue, I'm offering this new thing called Burst Coaching. And in Burst Coaching, you get three private sessions with me, and then I'm going to give you a book or an online course or some other kind of resource to go along with it. It's only $197. And we can tackle this issue for your church. So if you're interested, just go to allenwhite.org forward slash burst. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with your friends. Another way to help people find the Healthy Groups podcast is to rate and review it wherever you listen to your podcast. If I can help you in any way, please contact me at allen, A-L-L-E-N, allenwhite at I'll get my address right. Alan at alanwhite.org. There you go. Try that one. Thank you so much for listening.